Good morning. Our common prayer. Thus saith the high and lofty man, one that inhabiteth eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place, with him also that is of a contrite and humble spirit, to revive the spirit of the humble, and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. Continuing on on page 7. The Lord open now our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, Harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works, forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways. Unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they shall not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be world without end. Amen. Our psalms for this morning are Psalm 87 and Psalm 101. Psalm 87 begins on page 448. Her foundations are upon the holy hills. The Lord loveth the gates of Zion more than all the dwellings of Jacob. Very excellent things are spoken of thee, thou city of God. I will make mention of Egypt and Babylon, among them that know me. Behold, Philistia also, and Tyre, with lo, in Zion were they born. Yea, of Zion it shall be reported, this one and that one were born in her, and the Most High shall establish her. The Lord shall record it, when he writeth up the peoples, lo, in Zion were they born. The singers also and trumpeters shall make answer, All my fresh springs are in thee. My song shall be of mercy and judgment. Unto thee, O Lord, will I sing. O let me have understanding in the way of godliness. When wilt thou come unto me? I will walk in my house with a perfect heart. I will take no wicked thing in hand. I hate the sins of unfaithfulness. There shall no such cleave unto me. A froward heart shall depart from me. I will not know a wicked person. Whoso privily slandereth his neighbor, him will I destroy. Whoso hath also a haughty look and a proud heart, I will not suffer him. 
Mine eyes look upon such as are faithful in the land, that they may dwell with me. Whoso leadeth a godly life, he shall be my servant. There shall no deceitful person dwell in my house. He that telleth lies shall not tarry in my sight. I shall soon destroy all the ungodly that are in the land, that I may root out all wicked doers from the city of the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the fifth chapter of the second book of Samuel. Then all the tribes of Israel came to David at Hebron and spoke, saying, Indeed, we are your bone and your flesh. Also, in time past, when Saul was king over us, you were the one who led Israel out and brought them in. And the Lord said to you, You shall shepherd my people Israel and be ruler over Israel. So all the elders of Israel came to the king at Hebron, and King David made them made a covenant with them at Hebron before the Lord, and they anointed David king over Israel. David was thirty years old when he began to reign, and he reigned forty years. In Hebron he reigned over Judah seven years and six months, and in Jerusalem he reigned thirty-three years over all Israel and Judah. And the king and his men went to Jerusalem against the Jebusites, the inhabitants of the land, who spoke to David, saying, You shall not come in here, but the blind and the lame will repel you, thinking David cannot come in here. Nevertheless, David took the stronghold of Zion, that is, the city of David. Now David said on that day, Whoever climbs up by way of the water shaft and defeats the Jebusites, the lame and the blind, who are hated by David's soul, he shall be chief and captain. Therefore they say, The blind and the lame shall not come into the house. So David dwelt in the stronghold and called it the city of David, then David built all around, from the millow and inward. So David went on and became great, and the Lord God of hosts was with him. Then Hiram king of Tyre sent messages to David, and cedar trees, and carpenters, and masons, and they built David a house. So David knew that the Lord had established him as king over Israel, and that he had exalted his kingdom for the people Israel's sake. And David took more concubines and wives from Jerusalem after he had come from Hebron. Also more sons and daughters were born to David. Now these are the names of those who were born to him in Jerusalem. Shobab, Nathan, Solomon, Ibhar, Elishua, Nepheg, Japhia, Elishama, Eliada, and Eliphelet. Now when the Philistines heard that they had anointed David king over Israel, all the Philistines went up to search for David. And David heard of it and went down to the stronghold. The Philistines also went and deployed themselves in the valley of Rephaim. And David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I go up against the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hand? And the Lord said to David, Go up, for I will doubtless deliver the Philistines into your hand. So David went to baal Perishim, and David defeated them there. And he said, The Lord has broken through my enemies before me, like a, a breakthrough of water. Therefore he called the name of that place baal Perizim, 
and they left their images there, and David and his men carried them away. Then the Philistines went up once again and, and deployed themselves in the valley of Rephaim. And when David inquired of the Lord, he said, You shall not go up. Circle around behind them, and come upon them in front of the mulberry trees. So it shall be, when you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the mulberry trees, then you shall advance quickly, for then the Lord will go out before you to strike the camp of the Philistines. And David did so, as the Lord commanded him, and he drove back the Philistines from Geba as far as Gezer. Here endeth the first lesson. Together the Benedict II says, Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of the praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here, be, here begins the 14th chapter of the uh, 14th verse of the 22nd chapter of the Gospel of St. Luke. And when the hour had come, he sat down, and the twelve apostles with him. Then he said to them, With fervent desire I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say to you, I will no longer eat of it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Then he took the cup and gave thanks, and said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I say to you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread to them, saying, This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood which is shed for you. But behold, the hand of my betrayer is with me on the table, and truly the Son of Man goes as it as it has been determined, but woe to that man by whom he is betrayed. Then they began to question among themselves which of them it was who would do this thing. But there was also rivalry among them as to which of them should be considered the greatest. And he said to them, The kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and those who exercise authority over them are called benefactors. But not so among you. On the contrary, he who is greatest among you, let him be as the younger, and he who governs as, as for who is greater, he who sits at the table, or he who serves? Is it not he who sits at the table? Yet I am among you as the one who serves. But you are those who have continued with me in my trials, and I bestow upon you a kingdom, just as my father bestowed one on me that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom, and sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Here endeth the second lesson. Benedictus, blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, 
and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, perform the mercy promised to our forefathers to remember his holy covenant, perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways. Give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins. Through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in the God, the Father Almighty, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. O God, make clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, who declarest thy almighty power chiefly in showing mercy and pity, mercifully grant unto us such a measure of thy grace, that we, run may obtain thy gracious promises, and be made partakers of thy heavenly treasure, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, acknowledge in whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom. Defend us, thy humble servants, and all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, Almighty and Everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by the governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
Good morning. In our Old Testament and New Testament readings, we are continuing in the stories of David and Jesus as they head towards their ultimate triumphs. This week, David is of Israel. Meanwhile, great David's greater son will soon be arrested and route to the death and resurrection that establishes his eternal kingdom. This is the last daily office service before we remember St. Bartholomew tonight and all day Thursday. So I'll briefly touch on the lessons we are skipping tomorrow morning. In the fifth chapter of 2 Samuel this morning, King David has returned to Jerusalem and consolidated his reign over the undivided kingdom, which will continue for another 33 years. Now that he is king and has the loyalty of his people, with God's help, he leads the armies of Israel and defeats the Philistines. Tomorrow we're skipping the sixth chapter for St. Bartholomew, what we're missing covenant to Jerusalem. It concludes with what I find one of the most poignant stories of the Old Testament, the estrangement of David and his first wife, Michael, who have lost their formerly strong marital bond, a bond that has been shattered forever. Meanwhile, in the Holy Week narrative of the Gospel of Luke, yesterday Judas agreed to betray Jesus to the religious authorities, and Jesus and his fellow followers prepared their final Passover meal. Today, Jesus institutes the Lord's Supper, as also reported in Matthew 26 and Mark 14. Because it says, this is my body, and not, this is a memorial of my body, this is why, when we receive my body. However, unlike Matthew and Mark, Luke provides one additional detail that we hear every Sunday in the Eucharist an explicit command of Jesus to his apostles to continue this observation. He took bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and gave it to them, saying, This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Again, we won't hear tomorrow's reading this year, but the missing passage of Luke includes Jesus predicting Peter's denials, his commissioning of the apostles to evangelize, and then Jesus praying in the Garden of Gethsemane after they fall asleep. Finally, I want to end with our two psalms, one directly and one indirectly associated with King David. Psalm 101 is one of 73 psalms directly attributed to David in the Psalter. In it, David articulates his obedience and faithfulness to God's ways. He opens by saying, my song shall be of mercy and judgment. Unto thee, O Lord, will I sing. Well, let me have understanding. In Come unto me, I will walk in thy, my house with a perfect heart. In the final six verses, David distinguishes between the faithful and the ungodly, how he shall reward the faithful and punish the ungodly. Some monarchs are cynical about David's claim of faithfulness given his eventual sin with another man's wife and how he handled his sons Amnon and Absalom, among other failings. As we have mentioned before, David is still the best model we have in the Old Testament of a faithful follower of God. He talks with God, as this, meaning, this morning's Old Testament reading showed, he is obedient to God and finds favor with God and eventually is repentant of his sin. Our other psalm, Psalm 87, is dedicated to the sons of Korah. But since the psalm is nearly 500 years after Korah, it is talking about the descendants of Sora rather than his sons. 
You may recall that Korah was a Levite, infamous leading a rebellion against Moses and Aaron, a rebellion that caused God to open up the earth and swallow up Korah and 250 of his men. But nearly 500 years later, in David's time, Korah's descendants are allies of King David. Psalm 87 is one of the 11 psalms dedicated to the sons of Korah. This psalm is singing to the glory of God, his love of the city of Zion, and the city's love for him. The other major theme of the psalm is how God's glory will be known among the Gentiles, which we know is sometimes mentioned in the Old Testament, but of course is a major theme of the New Testament Apostolic Church. Finally, this psalm is the starting point for the 18th century hymn written by John Newton, the former slave trader. It is hymn 385 in our hymnal, Glorious Things of Thee Are Spoken. Glorious things of thee are spoken, Zion, city of our God. He whose word cannot be broken, Form thee for his own abode. On the rock founded, what can shake my sure repose? With salvation's wall surrounded, thou mayst smile at all. So even if we don't know this psalm by heart, we can all express its sentiment by singing the familiar hymn from our hymnal. We now return to page 18 of the Book of Common Prayer. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldst be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth. Hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted in mind, body, or state. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we thine unworthy servants do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ. 
for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Almighty God, who has given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications unto thee, and dost promise that when two or three are gathered together in thy name, thou wilt grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, the desires and petitions of thy servants, as may be most expedient for them, granting us in this world knowledge of thy truth, and in the world to come life everlasting. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Thank you to Robert and Jack for making this morning's worship possible. Thank you for singing. Thank you for singing, Joel. Yes, thank you. Good pitch. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Good day, everybody. Thank you. Uh, yeah, Joel, we're going to have to add an organ pretty soon. Tomorrow prayer to call on you. So. That, would, that would be very helpful in this well case. Done. So thank you. If you can get me one, I'd appreciate it. Well done. It. All right. Yeah. Okay. Bye.